0: you <laughs>
1: Tag Tuesday. Hello, we're here again. <laughs> it always happens, just like every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, I'm we Ann, are here. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you with my name. I had That's to get fine. It in there.
0: You, you're first and foremost. Am I? Well, you're the Batman to my Robin. I don't know about that. We're
1: two average girls, and I think we... I'm Louise Thelma. Who gets Brad Pitt? Louise. The, you claim to be Louise then? Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be Louise. Okay. I mean... <laughs> Listen, I I have to be Gina Davis in this situation. I can't be Susan Sarandon. I like Gina Davis better. Me too. That's why I can't be her. Oh,
0: arm I can't wrestle be the other for you,
1: you want to arm wrestle? Yeah. Who do you think would win?
0: I know I win. <laughs> <laughs> I think Denise would win because she fights dirty. <laughs> I think I would win because it's Brad Pitt.
1: It's Bra- Oh, oh, I see. It's the strength of Brad Pitt that's going to put you. I don't the edge. even love Brad Pitt. You don't. No. You're I mean, more of a Bradley Cooper. I mean, and we're talking... Please. We're just talking about looking at some Hollywood star and going, that guy's hot. Not anything. This nothing. Is nothing. Nothing.
0: No. But nothing. it's just funny mm-hmm. that we are Thelma and Louise, but we can't be badasses if we're not thinking about the guy in the back seat.
1: <laughs> right? The guy with the hairdryer and the cowboy hat? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Wear
0: no shirt. <laughs> no.
1: Just saying. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Okay. We don't have to... We don't have to We don't have to decide now who's Thelma and who's Louise. I've already decided, but okay. (laughs) I'm not on board with this. I get it. Sorry. It's okay. All right. You don't have to be. Has your week been good? It's been great. It's been short so far. It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday.
0: (laughs) And so far, I am not angry. Oh, that's pretty good. That's really good. Work was good. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Can't ask for more than that. No major fights on the freeway to and from work? (laughs) No. (laughs) I am a different kind of person these days. What does that mean? I don't engage with people very often in any of those like stupid things. Like if someone cuts me off, I don't care. Oh, really? You just got to let it go? I mean, I drive pretty fast. So you got to, you're going to have to be driving fast to cut me off. But I'm just saying, I don't care about stuff. I don't let the little things really bug me anymore. I can say this, and you've been with me. I've gotten angry before on the road. You, you were in the yeah. car with me. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a few. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like if it gets to that place, it could go above and beyond where it should go. Yeah. And I could get in trouble. Well, yeah, absolutely. But uh, the other- I'm others- just not going there.
1: The- <laughs> I've also seen you get angry when um, a certain hotel chain won't allow you to check in because you're not your husband.
0: Oh, that's a whole other.
1: Now, see, <laughs> she just the the temperature in this room just changed. <laughs> Let's just explain to everybody what the problem is. There is a an international chain of hotels. <laughs> Rhymes with no. You just stop it, <laughs> Denise. One of the biggest in the world, and they have a little bit of a problem with their reward system. I don't know if it extends to the credit card. I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the reward system. So you become a member of this hotel. All of the hotels have it. And you earn points. You go to check in at said hotel. And if your husband is not with you, you cannot check in.
0: Well, the reason being is it was put under my husband's name. It was put under your husband's name as well. So we'll go to a hotel in Vegas. We'll go anywhere and they'll be like, is Mr. Warren Owens with you? No, he's not. We're going to have to get his permission to allow you to check in. Every time. It happens every time. I have been on the phone <laughs> with they somebody won't, from India, they won't by the way. They won't change it. They won't change they it. They won't change it. I'm like, can I speak to somebody about how sexist this is? It doesn't make sense that you're not both being recognized on this account. The whole account. I pay the account. It's well, under everything. is I pay the account. The email is under my name. Right. The contact is under my name. The phone number they have to call to talk about me not paying the bill if I didn't pay the bill <laughs> is on my phone number. Let me get this straight.
1: They'll take money from Mrs. Howard Cooper, but they won't let Mrs. Howard Cooper check in without Mr. Howard Cooper. That's correct. And what really bothers
0: <laughs> me more than anything is when I asked them, I said, just add me. That's the same. Just same. add me. They're,
1: they won't I'm sorry, do it. we'll
0: have to start a whole new account for you. And you will lose all your points. That's correct. Right. And I said, "Why are you guys so sexist?" I think we just found out what makes Denise mad. It just bugs. Me. It's not road rage. It's because stupid things make me angry. Stupid people and stupid things make me mad. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. And they're just being dumb. It's one name added to the list of mm. she can check in without me. It doesn't make sense, and no he one he can has... call you and tell you. Well, he he does.
1: My husband now calls ahead. To this particular chain and says, hey, my wife is checking in with her friend. And there <laughs> and then, and so annoying. Are you kidding me? Is it 1952? It's What are we doing? I don't have a
0: martini waiting for him in my kitten heels. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that. Well, he would appreciate, he told me to tell you. He would love it. I'm he telling you, like he was born in the, doing wrong, the wrong era. That <laughs> the is for heels. sure. That is for sure. Oh, the kitten heels. I think that this is a perfect segue. It is. To what
1: we're going to be doing today. Our guest today is I don't want to say a blast from the past because we've only done a hundred so odd episodes because it's not that past two years ago two years ago she is our most downloaded podcast you hold the record by a lot number two is far behind you we welcome back to the podcast Tanya Vickery hi Tanya
2: hi ladies we're so glad to have me I did not realize that to be honest yes we surprised you That's quite an award. It's quite
0: an award. We wish we had something more than a thank you for that, but (laughs) we're on a tight budget. It's a Naugahyde table from Costco.
2: Well, if it means anything, my goal then is to make that number double this go around. Oh, good. And we'll get awards for everybody. I'll make it well worth this. What do they call
0: an award for a
2: podcast, a potty? The potty. Oh, Actually, that's... You want a golden potty? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Tanya there wins the golden go. potty. You're going to get yeah. the golden potty. That is oh. awesome. Yeah, that'll be my goal to double that
1: number as close <laughs> as I can. We appreciate so, that yeah. so much. But we're, we're really glad to have you back. Uh, such an interesting interview. The first time when you sat down with us uh, two years ago or so. Having you back now, your life has changed a little bit. You're still a Pilates instructor. Correct. Uh, which is what you were doing previously. Um,
2: it's your... Life's call, I think it is. <laughs> i I it has been really good to me. Mm-hmm. I've met some incredible people in this journey. I've certainly had some conversations in the last two years about changing, going back into you know business, going yeah. back into the corporate world, whatever that is i can tell you personally i have made every effort to do that and it doesn't matter how hard i try the universe does not pay that dividend it's not happening
1: funny Mm -hmm. that's the universe is going to get what it wants out of you or guide you in the direction i totally i buy into that as a that is actually a thing like you're you're not going to do what the universe doesn't want you to do
0: no matter how hard you try When you were on the podcast to begin with, one of the things that we talked about was reinventing yourself. And that was kind of the the conversation went in that direction. Pilates instructor was what got you out of the corporate world, but it gave you the ability to kind of be independent and kind of make your own rules, right? While we were talking to you, we were talking about you, you were single, um, somewhat newly single at the time. Since then, you've had a couple years under your belt as being single. What is it like for women? I mean, I have an idea of what it would be. I wouldn't want it. My My opinion would be that it would be hard.
2: Is it? It is definitely not easy. I think if it has been easy for somebody, then they are that one lucky woman. Um, I have heard stories of those women sitting on a plane They've mm. been divorced for one week. <laughs> His wife passed away two weeks ago. They met on a plane and they're now happily ever after. Wow. That doesn't happen very often, but I have heard that story. I've met her. That is real. It's kind of the Cinderella. Mm-hmm. The women that I have met and my personal journey is it is hard. I think it's harder. I'm 52. I'm actually kind of proud that I'm 52. I don't think I would have been proud two years ago, mm-hmm. as proud as I am now. It is not what I thought, and it is nothing like being 20 or 30. Yeah. I'll even dip into the 40s, because I've dated a lot of men that they are very quick to tell me that they don't date women over 45. Oh, hi. Is this when you're out on a date with them? Oh, I've had stuff said to me that most women would cringe to my face, and I've asked other women, and they have said no one's ever said that to me. So... Uh. I have stuff said to me, I think just because I'm so easygoing, I'm kind of casual by nature. Yeah. So are they, whoa, 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 whoa wait, I can't, I can't move <laughs> on yeah. from this.
1: Have you had someone say something to you like, oh, I don't date women over 40, not knowing that you're over 40? More than you can imagine. So they're not purposely saying like, I know you're 52, I don't date women over 40. Correct. Okay. What so, do
0: they say when you tell them? They're shocked. Mm-hmm. So they are shocked, flabbergasted. Do you think that men are saying that because women over fifty look a certain way, or their actions are portraying them a certain way?
2: Oh, that's a great question, Denise. Um, I'm going to say both. I, I, the comments that gentlemen have made to me—some not gentlemen—are <laughs> women over fifty. They're not fun. Mm-hmm. They're not athletic. They have
0: met met us. Have they?
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, they don't. They don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Their children are too important to them. Who are these guys? And they don't want to share time. Ugh. So and that we can dive into that. But I'm mad already. Yes, that's a so a a lot of variety of reasons. But I will tell you mostly in where we live. Everybody has to remember we live in. Newport, South Orange County, mm-hmm. from San Clemente to Newport. And I could talk to you about the difference between just that coastline sure. in general is is humorous. And then go up to Brentwood. I could tell you about Brentwood dating. That's a whole thing. <laughs> really? Oh, absolutely. Now, Very different.
1: Have you been on dating apps? Is that how you
2: met people? I've never been on a dating app, Oh, which apparently is not normal. That's well, really rare. How do you meet men? I have had women, I've had women and men both stop me in public and you could name a place and it's happened to me. I've been running stairs and I've had a man, I didn't know he was following me, but I've had a man wait Mm. and then follow me to my car and say, I don't want to scare you. I, I saw you running and I wanted to know if you were single. I've had that. I've had men approach me at Starbucks. I've had, um... Uh, You name it. I've Mm -hmm. been at drinks with girlfriends and men approach me. Mm -hmm. I've met people in Pilates. Sure. I've had restaurant owners approach me and set me up with their friends. (laughs) I've had friends. You name it. Okay. I've been at an airport. Um, So it can,
1: it can happen. Because I know a lot of ladies who are like, I just can't meet
2: someone. But I also think that, and I I would love for women to have a, a chat with me about that. Being approachable is a really big thing, which I would say every man I've gone on a date with or dated has said that I was approachable. Interesting. So I don't, I don't know how you become approachable. Do you know? I, I the only thing I could say, because I have been or met those women in that scenario, they're very closed shouldered. Okay. They're they're not making eye contact. They seldom smile at strangers. Mm-hmm. And I'm because I think being a Pilates instructor, yeah. I'm I'm on stage quite yeah. often. Mm-hmm. So when I somebody's holding a door open for me, I don't have a problem looking them in the eye and saying thank you. Right. Where I think a lot of women we also live in a world that's a little scary. Yeah. So, yeah. so most women you would say are guarded. But 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 guarded, not approachable. Yeah, true. I mean, that's we've all different. heard of resting bitch face. Right. And I don't mean that in a... RBF a, for those right. of you who only know <laughs> Look, it by the acronym. So where it's, it's not their demeanor necessarily, but that's how they carry themselves. We, knowing who we are, sometimes we don't need
0: to put up with the BS that the world is giving us and we
2: kind of don't want to apologize for that which I love that you're saying that because that's one of the things that frustrates me that I've had to learn at 50 years old is I don't I'm okay with who I am but am I not willing to compromise for the right person Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the men I've dated that's one thing that we have had those deep conversations where a lot of them have shared I was in a great relationship but she would not budge she was set in her ways she knew who she was. And I've taken all of those, those date conversations, whether it was somebody that I met, you know, brief dinner, but it, we got along really well, but there's no chemistry. I don't didn't care for them. Or somebody I dated mm-hmm. for five months or two months or three weeks or whatever it was. That is a huge thing that Women carry that baggage with them, and it's not ex husband, wife, you know, whatever children. It's a bag of, I am not deviating from this. And I think that's part of the not approachable part is if you're clutching that bag, men nowadays, especially where we live, they have so many options. They Mm -hmm. don't, they don't. I learned to set the bag down early more from a curiosity standpoint Mm -hmm. so where am I going to fit in a new relationship but I'm also looking for the person that's willing to compromise in their life for what I need like we each come into something with a value system Mm -hmm. and you could apply that to any relationship right Mm -hmm. right Right. two of you Mm -hmm. you have certain things that are important to you that she honors and respects Mm -hmm. as two best friends Mm so a lot of women in 50 there is no compromise so where do you go from that? How how long were you married, first of all? 30, this is a great question. Uh-huh. When I talk to people, I say 32 years. Okay. That's the number that resonates with me. If you talk to my ex-husband, hmm. it resonates from 28 to 30 years. Okay. So when him and I are talking, he says 30 years. But I have heard him talk and he says 28 years. But you're holding steady at 30. I'm holding steady and him and I've had this conversation. What What is the difference? The chronological order, what I have learned in dating at 50, is some people gravitate towards the day they left. I'm, we're getting a divorce, and mm-hmm. in their mind, that's am We're done. Right. There's no legal paperwork yet. It hasn't been finalized, but that is the date that they say, I've been single, four seven years which at some point the divorce question comes up yeah so some eliminate the single and just go to divorce mm-hmm. and then you have other people that I left the house but we tried working it out for a year mm. so then they go to that one year day and now that's how long they've been divorced mm. then you have other people which I've dated them until they had that piece of paper and it said they were divorced but they haven't been with their ex-wife for four years yeah But when you ask them, they're going to tell you they've only been divorced for two years, but in actuality it's six. Mm -hmm. Do you think that makes a difference? And I ask that because Mm -hmm. you said
0: there are men who will say, I haven't been with my wife for four years, but I've only been divorced for two and they make that distinction. Is it important for them making that distinction and
2: why? I think it goes back to value system, like Mm -hmm. we talked about. And what are you willing to compromise Mm -hmm. on? So I know somebody that has cut those numbers for the person they're dating yeah Mm. so where the person they were dating said you haven't been single long enough i don't date anybody because i don't want to be the first girl Mm. or first guy so people manipulate that number i think for even someone else's value system Mm -hmm. my value system is is i got married very young i was how old were you i got married at 18. So right at 18. Very young. Very young. And then you were together for 32 years We, we
0: were total. together for
2: 32 years. How long did you know him before you guys got married? Before we got married, I had known him for four months-ish. Oh. I moved in with him five days after I met him oh. in a parking lot.
1: I mean, a lot can happen in a parking lot. It's
2: a magical (laughs) place. We just met and exchanged numbers.
1: (laughs) Wow. And you
2: lasted for 32 years. We eloped in Las Vegas. Wow. He came home one day and said, I want to marry you today. We drove to Vegas. We got married in front of a justice of peace with a homeless man that the judge paid $5 to be our witness. True story.
0: Oh. Oh. And we lasted
2: 32 years. When you look back on that, is it cringing? to you no, It's or not. is it just kind of a fond memory fond memory mm-hmm. i love how you worded that yeah. i wouldn't have come up with that fond memory it's a it's i know it sounds him and i have talked about it i've talked about it with my dearest friends i think we did a banging job like yeah, i'm yeah. so proud of us right we had a great life but it's run its course we, we have a, a fondness and proudness of what we had. Mm-hmm. And we're both in completely different places now. Yeah. So. And how,
1: how long have you been divorced?
2: Um, final, it'll be three years just coming up in the end of October. Did you so. set a
1: date for yourself time-wise, just like a year, six months or whatever for to start dating again?
2: Or did you, was there nothing? You were just like, I'm just going to see what happens. I flew by the seat of my pants. hmm i i didn't date so november we'll say november 1st ish i went on a first real date in february and then i met what i think is the person that i'll probably be with for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. we started dating so it was very quick Mm -hmm. and then Again, it was too quick, which that's one of the questions is at 50, when you're carrying that bag around with you, how quick should you start dating? Right. And if you do fall in love, how heavy's that bag? And what are you willing to compromise on? Mm-hmm. So my bag was too heavy yeah. in that short of a period. So to answer you, not knowing, but it was about a four month period that I was, okay, now I'm going to take dating serious. Right. Now, now okay. And then I met somebody immediately. We had great chemistry and we dated for a good period of time and then we called it off. And now I've had a year of dating that I didn't want, I I did not want to get married. I didn't want a long relationship. I specifically wanted to just date. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to hear what other people's stories were and know I could go on do I want to be taken care of do I still want to work do I want to date a homeless guy do I which I have (laughs) I met someone walking
1: okay and
2: super nice guy I mean he approached me didn't exchange numbers but he said do you come here very often and I said I try to come here at least once a week if not every other week and Lo and behold, it was almost like he was waiting. Well, now looking back, he was probably He was waiting. Homeless. Yeah. He was, he was, you were at his doorstep. Yeah, it was you didn't pretty funny. didn't even know. So, um, but well-dressed. No, oh, okay. it didn't. I mean, he didn't look. I don't know what his story was completely, but he said, would you meet me somewhere for a drink? And so we met for a drink and we got along. We, had a, we probably had a drink for about two hours. Met him. I drove myself there. I left about two hours. Really nice. But I told him... I said i think you're a really nice guy but there's absolutely no like it's just not gonna work he didn't so, ask you for a ride back to the park <laughs> i'm looking back i don't know how he got home so i <laughs> have no idea we we walked out to the front of the restaurant area uh-huh. he went his way i went my way so but you do think he is homeless if if he wasn't homeless so i grew up in san Clemente. And down at the bowl yes. at T Street yes. and yes. at the pier, they have where you rent someone's garage yes. and it's he may have lived in one of those. Oh. So I mean that's that's oh. pretty and when we were growing up, it was kinda cool, but you knew they had no other option. Like they were kind of losers. Yeah, so. it takes on a
1: different meaning looking through the lens of being mm-hmm. fifty now. You're going, Wait a minute. But oh, when he was can't.
2: he was in his fifties. Uh-huh. So this wasn't, you know, a young yeah. young guy. <laughs> a surfer. So. Attractive, well built so and no other signs that he
1: might not have access to a shower on the daily a shower or a car yeah so don't know don't know but yeah fascinating so when you were going through this one year period of just like I'm just
2: gonna date were you purposely looking for people who come came from all walks of life no they just I feel like the universe does its thing so I've dated three billionaires oh billionaires how is that that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. What's a billionaire um, date look like? Just give... Just... It's it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. But I will tell you, it's fun and then it's it gets old very quickly. Because you... you... It's a constant show. Oh. Yeah. Meaning yeah. you have to look a certain way? I think that you're just pressured to have a presence. Um, One of them that I dated, he was very casual. You would have thought he was homeless, to be honest, part of the time. Sure. Um those but, are the kind I like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a date with a billionaire first date I you would not have known he was wealthy mm-hmm. this particular one that looked um you would never have known I think I don't even know what where we went for our first date oh our first date was at uh, Mastro's of that's course. pretty of nice course. yeah yeah so first date was Mastro's um second date was nice third I mean it just kept going but yeah um I've dated two men that have had private jets. Mm-hmm. One that had a private jet and a yacht. Mm. So a big those were yacht. different than the billionaires, or those? No, are those are the billionaires. The billionaires. Okay, and go. then I dated one billionaire. I think I just went on two dates with him, and he was, you know, when you get red flags, that creepy, oh. something's not right. Nice that you're, you're just your instinct is I I I don't know that I could get on a plane with you or a yacht and
1: feel safe and come out alive mm-hmm. here's the thing about psychopaths they disguise
2: themselves as all walks of life billionaire to homeless a psychopath a psychopath and maybe the maybe the guy I thought was homeless was a billionaire and i didn't know that but <laughs> there yeah. you go
0: it
1: doesn't but matter
2: dating them is a lot
1: oh my gosh
0: you mentioned something early when we were just talking about setting the bag down and just kind of letting things happen for
2: let's explain what the bag is in in your opinion so my bag is value system um that could be anything from are you willing to compromise on what day you pick your kid up am i ever going to trump and that's a bad word probably um am i'm not really, allowed to use the word trump i know because i like, don't like it yeah, i know um at it <laughs> Edit. Are you ever going to set that priority to the side because another priority might come up? Mm -hmm. And I dated some people that their value system and their baggage, it didn't matter if my hair was on fire or I was in the hospital, they had their kid and that was it. My compromise or my baggage, my value is that if I'm trying to cultivate a relationship, there cannot be black and white there has to be gray in it mm-hmm. i think that's one one of the other things is where i live some people i dated a gentleman that did not like where i lived he, what does he care again it depends on them i'll and their value system and their value system well, I mean, so
1: no but seriously like what what did he find wrong
2: with where he lived uh, he had never dated a woman that did not live in either newport coast laguna beach or newport beach hold oh. up <laughs> breaks yes
1: wait so this that mattered it to was this emb- person
2: it was embarrassing to him
0: okay yeah done wait
2: seriously mm-hmm. done i've heard everything That's just... but there's a ton of women that would and i am defending i mean i feel weird that i'm defending no you're but playing there, a devil's advocate there there are many of women that would date that man yeah easily Give up their apartment, sure. let him pay for a new apartment and go on their merry way. But I need to,
1: well, wait, 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 wait. I need to hear the actual scenario. So you're, you're, you dating. Met for drinks or you, you'd been out with him a yeah, few times? Yeah, we've been, oh, yeah, definitely. We'd been
2: out several times. And he's like, so we're, so we're, he knew where I lived and he said, are you steadfast on living where you live? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, he has people. Billionaires don't, oh, do well, this is a billionaire. Yes. Oh, okay. So go on. But yeah. So so you said, oh, I live in the, you know, the Mesa, Irvine I, area. Yeah, I live in the Irvine area. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah And he said, why did you choose to live there? And I said, well, it's really easy. Central. Central, central. for everything I kind of want to do. And he, and said, he said, well, I, I feel like we need to talk about relocating you, that you need to live in Newport. And I said, why? And he said, well, Newport's so far away. And I said, do you have a problem with me living in Irvine? And he said, well, I would prefer if you lived... You know, you can pick. Do you want to live in Laguna? Do you want to live in Newport Well, Coast? that was nice of you him to let you Newport? pick. And I said, but I don't want to live in any of those places. I can't I pick like...
1: over it. Yeah.
2: So it's not a mean conversation. No,
1: but how...
2: At Narcissism my... at its finest. I mean,
1: literally. When... How old was he approximately?
0: Older gentleman. 60s. Older. Older. I think a billionaire takes a lot of luxury in what he thinks he can say and do based on the fact that he gets to do that because no one tells him, anything right he gets to control everything in his life that's how he got to be a billionaire so he i guess i, I guess he assumes that she would just be like oh okay you want to move me to newport Great." Well, i'm guessing there are
1: you're you're nodding your head very yeah oh there are women who are like sounds great i'll do
2: whatever it takes to date of you. course they would there yeah. there are more of them than me which for sure which on. again that's my baggage is what am I not willing to compromise? And to me, that was so far from who I am character-wise that I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. It's also a red flag. Also. <laughs> and then I will tell you, dated, um, I'm, I am I, I don't know how wealthy, definitely on the, the high spectrum of wealthy, um, a gentleman up in LA, um, uh, I think Brentwood area. Mm-hmm. But one of the questions he asked on our second conversation, actual phone conversation, which that's a whole nother thing in the <laughs> 50s, um, he wanted to know what kind of car I drove. Oh, okay. So that, I didn't think in the beginning, I thought that was so interesting. But then when I got to where he lived and that area, yeah, that is a big deal up there. So you can't pull up in your Honda Civic. Exactly. Which <laughs> I don't drive a Honda Civic, no, but I made the cut, if that means anything. It's interesting so. because I would almost assume or think it would be a reverse. So I've dated a couple of men that were out of the state. So that was um i've dated that seems like it would be different it is i've dated a politician mm-hmm. which i've only went we only went on a couple dates wasn't mm. gavin newsom was no it? okay and you. not a politician fyi for the state of california i want thank to be goodness, very clear because yeah. that would be hard and i know a lot of them yes, and i would rough, never want you to date right. them. Tough um problem. so uh rents a home here mm. and is here for several months out of the year and then um very well known in his state, uh, running for a uh, seat. So that was part of our dating profile oh. and conversation. Sure. When I say profile, I just mean conversation. Sure. But yeah. well, how would you feel about being being, being the public. in the public and as a politician,
1: as a politician's, as a politician's
2: wife, second yeah. wife? Sure. So sure, um, very famous son. Okay, that that was interesting. Yeah, I've dated um, a movie producer, big. Movie producer, not just a little one. Yeah. Um. Again, did not live in California, which yes. is quite interesting. Interesting. Hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, but to answer the the value baggage is what was I willing to compromise? The women that are willing to compromise their character. Yeah. I I I I have a value system, and there are plenty of women that have no value system. Sure. Absolutely. I guess is where where I get confused is socially
1: and culturally we have been painted as gold diggers women and you know you're in it for one thing oh he's he's driving a honda civic i don't know why we're trashing on honda civics I've it's a, a great honda car civic, yeah. it is a great sorry, car sorry honda we love you go ahead and underwrite this podcast but uh you know there the women get a really bad rap with that and probably deservedly so in a lot of ways it's very off-putting To hear the tables have turned and a man valuing your status and your car and where your house is. Like, you got to be kidding me, bro. You must have something else going on other than wanting or caring where I live and what kind of car I drive. But, but that's, I'm not giving men enough credit for being dirtbags. There's just as many dirtbag men who are climbers or who want you to look or act or behave a certain way according to their perceived status. Then there are women. It's the same. You've heard of trophy wife. Oh no, I absolutely I've been called a trophy wife. Really? I, listen, I'm victim number two. No mm. one has ever called me a trophy <laughs> that's wife. That's because you're victim number one. Oh. That's you you get married the second time and you're a trophy uh. wife. See? That's how that I works. I think that's a pretty good compliment. I was thrilled mm. to be called I a mean, trophy literally. wife. I mean, yeah. literally. It's like really? For once. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. So anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, except to say, I think that's what's so shocking to me is that to see men in the light that women have been culturally painted all these years is a little off-putting.
2: It is different. And defense defending the men a little bit, because I have been in the throes with some of those women, which is kind of a, I don't know, rite of passage. It is quite interesting to be sitting at a table with a bunch of women that have been single in... And I'm not a Newport Beach person. So I'm more in um, San Juan Capistrano and uh, Dana Point, Laguna Beach area. That's Mm -hmm. more where I like to go. Yeah. But to hear women that do compromise. So there's this illusion to a lot of the men that women will do anything. Yeah. So then I come along and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Mm -mm. Not going to happen. So that's a... I'm a little... I'm a challenge, which mm-hmm. I think gets me more attention Sure, because I, I do have a value system. There are certain things that I hold important and I, I, I'm not willing to compromise on those. But other stuff, living life and compromising in daily activity and choices, that I'm, I'll You're compromise open. all day long. You're not
0: going to attract the kind of people you want to have in your life. That you maybe deserve if you can't look at yourself in the mirror literally and say this is who i am these are my values and this is what i'm willing to compromise and this is what i'm not willing to compromise but you have to do some work before you get out there to in order to make that happen
2: hold yourself accountable i mean there's that's the the relationships led me to where i think in a short period of time because I feel blessed when you talk about that Cinderella story, you get on a plane a day after and you meet him and you're happy. Mine wasn't a day after, but the journey led me to where is my value system? What am I willing to compromise and what am I What am I not? And there were things that women would kill that I could have had, but they they don't mean anything to me. A lot of people don't want to look at the truth. What is going on with me? Or what do they bring? I I went on just a very. I think I went on two dates with a gentleman. Um, I I perceived him to be a nice guy mm. when we were introduced, and it was lovely. And then it was interesting how things changed pretty dramatically. But the thing he said to me that turned me off, which I can't believe I'm saying this because if he ever hears this, he will definitively know that I'm talking about him. His wife passed away. So he's very wealthy, a widow. He's the dream catch, ladies. Let me tell Mm -hmm. you. And second date, he said, if my wife was still alive today, I'm pretty sure that I would have already divorced her. (gasps) (laughs)
1: Oh. <laughs> and Sorry. Was like I, a gut punch.
2: I said, I don't think you're allowed to say that out loud. Like that's a, that's a no-go. That's a no-go. You didn't need to say it. But the reason I'm saying that to you is because I knew in that moment he's never looked at himself because he hasn't mm-hmm. had to. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of that one person that you, it just made me sick to my stomach even thinking about it not a healthy person. Right. Not that he's a bad person, mm. not a healthy person. Mm. So that was a no-go for me. And we're talking women out there. I know personally, they would have, they would have just, that would have rolled off and they would have been done down that road. And for me, and never talked to him. We went off the second date. It was like, nice to meet you. And that was kind of the end. I sent him a text and I think he asked me out again. And I said, look, I think you're a really nice guy, but you know, I just don't think it's going to work out. Go ways. And then he, re, uh, not recently, he contacted me again and said, I feel like I really messed up our last date. And I feel like I let a really good thing go. And did, my response was, you did let a really good thing go, but you have a lot of growing up to do. Was the the comment made on the second date yes the first date was he was he was prince charming the second date the date was going great there was no issues but those little i call it the the curtain or the sheet kind of dropping where things start to be exposed yeah and usually that takes a couple of months or at least a couple more dates but for him
1: it was the second date. he got right on it on the second date out the door with that comment right does he not that he spoke specifically, but do you think he knew that that was what,
2: that he shouldn't have said that? Or do you, was he just in general saying, sorry, I blew it? I don't know the answer, but I'm told often that I, one of my best friends tells me I don't hide emotion very well. Right. <laughs> so I must have had an expression on my face well, is all sure. I can, that, I, but I really did say to him, I don't think you're supposed to say that. Yeah, no,
1: let's not. Let's,
2: right. ha- now, and are you, you don't have to
1: answer this. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you... Or have you been in therapy? The whole year. Oh. The entire year. Mm. Um, Working on yourself. Working on myself. I um, registered for several classes. Yeah. Because when you become divorced, I'm not going to say at 20 or 30, I'm guessing they don't push this on them. But when you're in your late 40s, 50s. Everybody tells you that you have attachment issues, that you're, um, what's the other really big one? You're a, um. Are you codependent? Codependent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. I, every, literally, you can't have a conversation when you're 50 and somebody not tell you that you're codependent. <sighs> and so for me to your point, I, am I codependent? And what does that actually mean? Yeah. What is, you know, everybody said you need to learn to, one of the statements I hate, I actually have a whole, um, thing written about this. The statement that I despise the most after being divorced for this long is you need to learn to love yourself. (laughs) I hate, I, I, I definitely hate it. Yeah. And you need to learn to be alone. I don't think, thank you. (laughs) And do, do, when somebody is saying that it's very personal to me because, and I've had this discussion with my current boyfriend, with my ex-husband, with my son, with my brothers, does anybody know what that actually means? Because I'm going to tell you both. I know what being alone is. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you a story. of Being alone, mm-hmm. I live by myself. I don't have any animals. My child is 25. Mm-hmm. My adopted son is 26. I live by myself. I came home at times where I felt so alone after working and being around people all day. Yeah. And I physically could not get past the entry in my living room, laying on the floor, sobbing. And one of my girlfriends happened to call the universe, mm-hmm. my angels, whatever. And I, she could just, I couldn't even talk. I was just, I was, just, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a depression. It was just feeling abandoned and alone. Yeah. And she talked f- for a few minutes with me, but she knew I needed to cry, mm-hmm. there's nothing anybody can say. You mm-hmm. got to get through it. Right. But this is what she did, and I may cry when I say this. This is being alone. We hung up the phone, and I laid there for probably a good twenty or thirty minutes. And it was probably minute forty that someone knocked at my front mm-hmm. door. She had ordered me my two favorite foods. Oh. She ordered me pancakes from Black Bear <laughs> Cafe, yes, and a yeah. hot fudge sundae from Haagen And her. it was being delivered by DoorDash. And I will tell you that is what being alone is that you have, you can call your friends, but when you come home and there is nothing after a hard, long day, you don't want to burden the people around you. They've Mm. already gone through this with you. So when somebody says, I know what being alone is, I just had this, this discussion with, um, with my boyfriend when you get your child every other week yeah. and you know they're coming, yeah. when they're texting you, hey, I just saw this, which I've dated all of these men, regardless who I'm with now, that's never being alone. Your 25 25-year-old, 26-year-old. They text you if you're lucky every week <laughs> or two weeks when they've gone on with their life, which I don't want anymore from them. That's just the reality of it. right? But that's what being alone is. And so when someone says to me, You need to be alone. Yeah. And I say, are you still married? Well, yeah. Do you have children? Yes, I have a 7 and 10-year-old. Don't you dare talk to me about being alone because when you go for your little car ride or your girl's weekend Uh and you come home, there's people there. Now go on that girl weekend and come home and there's no one to share it with. Right. That's being alone. And then love yourself day, day, day after, after day. day. Yeah, it's not one weekend. This is now that's your right. life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I find that I find great humor when people have said that to me now. Um, and you need to learn to love yourself. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> I don't think I'm always lovable. Now, those are two different things. That's a yeah. good distinction. Those are very oh, I have a whole thing on this because being single in 50s, now your kids for the most part are grown your friends have a very established lives it's not like when you're 20 and 30 and you're like hey bro come hang come out over? with me yeah those moments have now passed us so right. when i hear the podcast and the dating advice and it's a 26 and a 32 year old i roll my eyes it's yeah. very different it is it is very different did you when you when you found your boy your current boyfriend mm-hmm. and
1: you said it was like quick that you've Fell in love with him, knew it was, you know, the right person. Because you had gotten married so quickly uh, to your first husband, Mm -hmm. did that set off some alarms for you, for you? Or were you like, oh, I can't be this person?
2: No, the opposite. And I've had this conversation. I do quick really well. Okay. Um, even girlfriends Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. I know pretty immediately if I have a connection so that's good you've got
1: like the spirit of discernment you know who's right to have in your life yes so
2: Mm -hmm. in order to (sighs) my instincts are always correct
1: oh that must be so comforting
2: I, I I can say that comfortably my instincts are always correct when I and I don't know how to explain it. When I have a feeling or a moment or tension, or I want to throw up, mm. something's not right. Mm. Oh my goodness! And I I know that. That's, I I've told that that's a gift. It is. But I know. I and I I know somebody listening or hearing it is like, ah, I, I, I could know. go through story after story of me saying we need to leave here. Yes. And, and me be right. That's or a powerful thing. Me making a phone call and saying who did you used to hang up the phone with? Mm, Yeah. Because I, it's, I'm, I'm, yeah. My instincts about people, I am, as much as my ex-husband and I have disagreement on certain things, I am ever grateful for him. Um, I'm grateful that my current boyfriend was able to take the time that I did to walk away, to your point, Denise, we we tried to work on ourselves. I had no idea he was going to come back into my life. That was... If that I, wasn't the end game for you. You were doing it for yourself. Well, and I can share how that all happened. Please. On that journey, which this is interesting. I was dating someone and I have a cousin that lives where my boyfriend lives in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't want to say I was dating him. We'd gone on a couple like meet for coffee or a drink or whatever, but nothing past that. And um, so I had met him for coffee and then I went to go pick up a gift for my cousin at a little store and when I was coming out of the store my ex-boyfriend was getting out of his car and going to the hamburger place next door and I texted him he didn't see me I saw him and I texted him and said enjoy your hamburger and it was on and it was on <laughs> so we had already been talking mm-hmm. but we We had had a couple misfires in those conversations. Mm. Obviously, work still needed to be done. Yeah. And I, you know, I I still needed to be single. There were things that still needed to be done. Mm -hmm. But we ended up meeting that afternoon for a quick drink. And when I saw him that time again, I said, I need to fix me so that I can have that. Did you say that to him? I said it to him later. Oh, okay. In a letter. Oh, okay. But... To answer your question, counseling. I'd already been going. I didn't realize the value of it until that moment. And then Mm -hmm. I dug in deeper, signed up for classes to find out, am I I a codependent (laughs) (laughs) to find out if I have attachment issues? I've read more books, listened to more podcasts and YouTube to understand the definitions of what does alone mean, love yourself, (laughs) um, all of those things so that when the person came into my life, I wanted to be prepared and I also have said verbally, I don't need, I don't think I need to be single for 11 years as a single woman oh. to find all of that out because I wanted to do the work. Yeah. So I want to spend time with somebody while we're both young and vivacious. Right, right. So, and the men out there dating. Yeah. Finding a person that you can live that life with that's age appropriate, mm-hmm. that's a whole thing. What's age appropriate? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that I anymore. Mean, it, does it, did you date younger men?
1: Yes. How, How much younger? Give us a number. <laughs> you, we want, uh, not,
2: Denise and I don't want to know. Our listeners demand it. I turned 52 this year and the person, keep in mind, we went on a couple dates. Okay um not a relationship but a couple dates uh he was 23 when we met and 24 when we just you know you just stopped dating but somebody you could call and go out with hey what are you doing tonight good let's go get a
1: drink what is the difference between a 24 year old let's just say and a
2: 52 year old well shockingly he was highly educated incredibly smart very savvy financially and so we talked about everything, sure. I mean, this is somebody that for him when I met him, it was very random. I'm a very random person. Yeah. I approached him but not in a not in a want to date you way. He was being really rude to some young girls in the bar that we were at and I was there with friends. I was there with I think five girlfriends. And he was just being really rude, um conceited. I haven't heard that word in so long. (laughs) He was being very conceited. And so I went over to him and said, listen, you're certainly beautiful. We all know that. There's not a person in here that doesn't know you're beautiful, but why are you so cocky? Yeah. And I said, these girls, do you know how much courage it took for them to come over and even talk to you? And now you're just going to be mean to them? And I said, you need to check yourself. And then I walked away. (laughs) And he you his brain was just on fire and about a half hour later he came over very gentleman and he said can i talk to you for a second and i said yes and he said i don't i don't know you uh-huh. but i need to know you and oh. i think i need you in my life oh. and we just started texting yeah and just became friends yeah. and he has a whole life plan he's going to be a politician and very established all of that stuff but we talked about that. And he said, why did you come over? And I said, well, I didn't come over for you. I came over for the the young girls. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I just thought that you were. And then once you get to know him, he's the least conceited person I've ever met. That's weird. Such huh? a gentleman. but, But not an extrovert, more of an introvert. And he didn't know how to manage... The attention. So we talked about it. Well, if your career path is to go down this politician road... You better. You should probably figure this out. Mm -hmm. So um, he's still... I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, But he would text me every once in a while and say, Hey, dating question. And he'd ask me about... But um, if you ask him and I, we went on a couple dates just out of curiosity. Of course. Um, But so I think I got lucky. He wasn't the... The beer drinking, no, like fraternity, you know, dude. fraternity, very, very different. But again, I think to your point, I tend, whatever, whatever I, whatever I am, which again, I love myself and it's weird. I don't think we've talked about this. That's on not conceded. Previous. We talked about in the last podcast. I don't understand why women are so afraid to love the attributes that they have. We have enough deficiencies. Love your yeah. attribute. That's that, the, the truth, the, right? The problem is society and We have bought into it, right? Right. But what what I'm learning at 50 in dating, even in a relationship where it's interesting because I see myself play different self-character, not on purpose, but if something happens in our relationship, I don't, I'm not married anymore. So there is an insecurity about that. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm one of the most confident people, I like who I am. I love that I approach people in random places. I met my boyfriend being me. I love that, but there there is something outwardly that attracts a particular type of person because there are people that are not attracted to me, and I don't mean in a physical date. I mean as a human being. Right. Mm-hmm. There's women that I can see they walk up to me and they they don't they can't do it. They can't even. They <laughs> You're can't just even too talk much for I'm them, way too much. And then other women that walk up and just grab me physically and shake me and want to rub on me and then the others that they can't even be in the same room with me i think women
0: who have um confidence who have a person an outgoing personality tend to have that happen i have people who i know just i'm too much like and i'm okay with that that's because it's not about it's not about me it's about your problem
1: with me and whatever that is i'm good i honestly not to sound mean, but I, I kind of don't care.
2: Well, and that's where women need to get to. But that's... Now imagine both of you. Now you got to... How do you package that and then go out at 50 and start dating? Mm-hmm. And try to sell and yourself. And try to, to sell yourself without being... Without... There's the line. So... And I have that same effect on men sure. where... A lot of men would not like that. Right. And then there's other men. I dated one um, gentleman night. N- we're still friends. Really nice... Um. He said it took him two months, the courage to ask me to go on a date. And I think that's so funny. Because you're intimidating? Well, I don't, he didn't say intimidating. I don't, I'm sure he'll hear this podcast. He's never used the word intimidating. He just, well, maybe he did. I don't, he's just said it took him a while to ask me out. And then when he asked me out, he's like, you are nothing like what I thought. Yeah. So. I think
0: the package is different, right? Like don't judge a book by its cover is literally what all of
2: us Oh, need to learn. right? For women, when you're in Newport, stop going to the guy that's wearing the (laughs) Rolex and the... You want to go to the guy that's sitting in the back in the booth that it says reserved because that's the billionaire. And I know that because I've been in those situations where that guy in the corner is buying me a drink and I'm thinking... Well, this is weird. All these men flashing at the bar, they're the ones living homeless in a garage (laughs) with their Ferrari, right? Like the only thing they own is a Ferrari. Uh And then the, the men that are the least suspecting, never judge a book by its cover, when you put a smile on your face and you're not bitchy and you put a cheers up and say, thank you. Yeah. They're the ones that go, oh, no, you're not saying just thank you. You're going to come and sit over. here. Yeah. And then that's when the conversation starts. But that's part of learning how to be single. And I went into this a year ago saying I I just wasn't going to say no. I wanted to have the experience of dating. A but I of- never thought that I would fall in love again uh, with like the same guy. With the same guy, yeah, which I, I think
1: is so, kind of sweet, actually. Yeah, I'm
2: yeah, – I'm, I'm, I'm pretty madly in love with them.
0: So let's go back just to the dating as a 52 year old. Mm -hmm. What are some of the differences between dating? Now, you didn't have a lot of dating experience at 17. You did go right from, true. you know, but it's different if you were 30 right now. What is the difference in this day and age for a 52 year old woman that she would have to get used to? Because we're used to having phones that were attached to the wall.
2: Yeah, (laughs) there's no phones that doesn't. I mean, if you have, you have a, a
0: phone, but you yeah, not but I don't even them.
2: call them phones. Any, I don't even know why we call them an iPhone. No <laughs> one uses them as a phone. No, right? It is the it is ridiculous the amount of texting. Nobody calls you. Nobody calls. So they're not going to. call You have to ask for them to call you, and then it's a whole tug of war. And then are you calling? Are they going to answer? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a thing. So so interesting. Yeah, isn't it? it's a lot mentally because we're in our fifties. Now, again, when you're in your 20s and your 30s, that's a very normal style of communication. Like I said, I've never been on an app. Yeah. Everything on apps is based on texting. Oh. So then messaging. Messaging, whatever it is. See, I'm even Mm -hmm. saying the word wrong. So for me, conversations are really important. Being in a relationship with somebody that was on dating apps for a while and even in a, a, we're in a, we're, we're all the way in now. We're (sighs) heading for that finish line. There is still that little reminder of a phone call. Yeah. But now it's more my ex-husband and I, Yeah, it was always a phone call. Of course. I mean, if it was a text to us, it was a flirty text or a very brief question, yeah. but not oh. conversations. No, please. So it's a, that's very hard to get used to. That oh. is, that would be hard because reading a text, you can construe it in mm-hmm. different ways. Yeah. And, it's, that's, and do you want to hear something funny? again not being single. Yeah. There are some really good text messengers out there. Those men have it to a science. Oh. They could I never understood when when parents talk about their daughters going away with a guy, I have you get mesmerized by this the beautiful wording and the pictures and the emojis like some of them. It's a talent. Huh. And then there are others That I have screenshotted it, put a circle, and wrote a question mark and said, I don't know what you're asking. Like, (laughs) I have no clue. But I'm that bold person. I, you know, but dating with no conversation is a whole... I don't
1: know how you... uh, That's
2: very upsetting. It is. It is weird. Yeah. The word I'm going to use, because I've processed this with counseling, Mm -hmm. it it was demoralizing to me. Oh, yeah. Because the only people that... I used to text with in my marriage Were all of the people that, they didn't really matter a whole lot. Yeah. The people that were important or most important, you have a call. Yeah. And so dating mm. and trying to separate, no, I am important. But why are they treating me like I'm not? That's the baggage. Mm-hmm. What bag are you bringing and what's it full of? And I've had to learn to compromise with somebody that texted for the majority of his previous relationship. So yeah. now... Okay, all right. I'll call you. I'll learn this. Yeah. So and not. him saying, Okay, I know I need to call you every once in a while. Ugh. So when you go on a date with somebody, who pays for something?
0: Oh, gosh. I mean, because that's gotta be something new because because I wouldn't want any I wouldn't want to owe anybody
2: anything. And that's a very fine line. Um that's a fine line that I could I could talk for probably two weeks on. <laughs> because I have to be honest with you, it doesn't matter how wealthy they are. They all just come into it with something. Um, They want you to pay all the time to prove yourself. Oh, wait, what? Yes. They want you to pay. Absolutely. Okay, are we just talking drinks? Well, that is another question to answer you. Yeah. I have been told I've been on dates that we've never even ordered food. And I've said... I don't know if that is a date. I was gonna say, is that a date? Yeah, what is a date? What is a date? Do they pick you up? Do you meet them there? No. Do they pay for your Uber? Do you pay for your like no. it's a nowadays <laughs> it's it's all over the board. Sure. There's no right or
0: wrong. There's no there's, there's no, no rules. There's no at rules. All.
2: And it's, there I have to be honest, and there's no man woman yeah. establishment anymore. Right. Do you I see think that's, there's no role. I, I no roles to I think that's no bad. roles to play. Oh, I agree with I you. I think it's that very is very I think we
0: need the differentiation. So yep. That was yes. a good word for me, wasn't it. it? It's a biggie. That's a big one. I like it though. Wow. That's but, but late in the right. day and I'm already <laughs> going
1: for it. The Big words. But you're right. There it's it's more comforting to know this is your job in this particular scenario. This is my job in this scenario. I don't it doesn't necessarily have to be traditional. I just need to know what my what's my job in this in
2: this tell me what thing. it is. What so do I that, need to do? So that I can do it. Right but then you get to play into that resentment moment depending on who you're dating and I, again i've dated across the board i've had um very wealthy not a billionaire i remember the date specifically i don't remember where we were it was a, it was a nice restaurant and then the um afterwards it was still kind of kind of early late um i love dessert if nobody yes. knows that i love donuts and dessert yeah and for whatever reason, we didn't have dessert that night. Okay. I think just because I'd eaten too much. Yeah. But we were enjoying the the time together. And so I knew of a little coffee shop. They do a lavender latte. Yes. So when we were walking out to the car, I said, do you want to go get a lavender latte? And they said, yeah, yeah. a lavender latte. And I go, well, you don't have to give a lavender. I want a lavender latte. But. Right. So anyway, we went to the coffee shop and I pulled out my credit card to pay. He almost fell over. <laughs> He goes, you're, you're going to buy the coffee? And I said, yes, you just bought dinner. And he goes, I've never had a woman pay. And I oh, said... I love that. Yes. I, I, I love I, it. I was shocked though. Me Ooh, too. That's not normal. No, I, I personally would
0: want to do that so that I could establish my independence up front. Sort of even the playing field. And just yes, like just it- say this is not about what you can give me. It's about us
2: having time together I'll let you buy dinner eventually. Right. But so again, I give my, I, and then I think again, I've, what I have experienced is somebody who's more middle class and everybody can take that term for what you want. Nowadays it's so convoluted. They are more apt to pay for Uh your dinner. Yeah. I think there's a worth in that for them. I think so. One of the billionaires, I only went on a couple dates with two and then dated one. Um, I took him had never occurred to me that there was a person in California that had not eaten Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out hamburger. <laughs> so you exposed him to both? There was per- people who do- haven't done that? I dated but a very women. wealthy man uh-huh. that had never had an In-N-Out. And Did you just not go out for fast food? Just whatever his people brought him or whatever oh. <laughs> type of a thing. So. so what did he think? Oh, favorite. Yeah. And then... When we weren't dating, just friends, but not dating, yeah. he texted me one day and said, "What was that hamburger you ordered me?" Because <laughs> I order my In and Out a little different, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, um, he but needed to know. He he was like, "Yeah, so what what it, what was that?" I thought it was so cute when I read the text. I started cracking up. I'm like, "What do you get out of a relationship <laughs> of a billionaire? What do you order in and out?" So I thought that was funny. I actually find humor, but I paid for In and Out, and he was he was flattered. Oh, Again, nice. I think that's, that's flattered. I think that would be, but a- not expected. No, oh, that's nice. So very, very different. So and
1: not, and not to harp on this, but was the, I'm always curious about people's manners and sort of, you know, the red flag situation. Was there ever a situation where you maybe just meet for drinks or
2: whatever, and th- immediately they go, "This will be separate checks, please." I haven't had that. That's good. I'm, but glad. I've never been on an app. And what I hear about apps, that's very normal.
0: Well, yeah, It's I just, like a
2: processing center when you it, get onto an app.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I, like literally like swipe left. Okay, I'm going on another date. It's like a whole program. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just... The, one of my biggest turnoffs in men is a cheap man. That's, That's not, your turn-off on a woman too. We've talked about this. I hate cheap people. Yeah, people who are... And I'm not saying... Uh, there's a difference between what I'm taught... What we're talking about as far as cheap is concerned and just being smart with your money... I don't like people who are counting every penny and are, you know, very um, upfront about it. It causes them stress. It causes them anxiety. It's a bit, you know, and it's not because they don't have means. It's just that's their personality. I'm not talking about someone who is like... Down and out. Down and out. That's not what I'm, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying someone who is inherently money obsessed and doesn't want to spend it I want nothing to do with that person, male or female.
2: They make me crazy. So dating at 50, having lived a full life, yes, um, that's what's in your bag. What, what are you willing to compromise on? And I will tell you, prior to my dating for a year of just dating, I didn't understand what you just said mm-hmm. because I came from what would be considered more of a traditional marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I worked... But we were a team, yes. So it was a little different, Mm -hmm. and finances were split. He had his, I had mine for the most part. But I wasn't expected to carry a big load, right? Even though I could and I did at times. Yeah. So what I have learned is frugal and cheap are different. Yes, they are. And people that have goals who become frugal to meet that goal different different absolutely and then people who are just cheap yes yep
0: those are the people we don't like
2: right (laughs) and that doesn't make sense but then that now kick in what what is a value to them and i've said this before to women but i'll use men's terms because i was married to one of them he's a toy collector Mm -hmm. oh motorcycles motorhomes side-by-sides The truck exhaust, like (laughs) name it. Yeah. Um, he's a toy collector. Yeah. But me coming home with a new pair of shoes, he would lose his mind. Oh, really? Yes. And I, it was fascinating to me. Um, so what's this? What's the value system? Are you, are you working towards a goal? And so, hey, babe, we're just going to go get drinks tonight. Let's not go out to dinner. I get that. Yeah. The, I expect you to pay because I'm not going to pay it because you're not worth that. To your point, I can't do that. But I have learned there's different, like alone, cheap, frugal, goal setters, Uh fly by the seat of your pants. If I see you drop five grand on a new surfboard and -hmm. then we're not going to dinner for four weeks, (laughs) I might have a problem with that. But if you can show me what your plan is and I can understand it, then you may persuade me that now I agree or I'm on board. Yeah. For whatever it is. Right.
0: You don't have to answer this, but I think you're pretty much an open book. But obviously us not being single, we have some questions about intimacy. I mean, you hear, I hear horror stories. I've had friends, I have friends that are single and they said, Denise, you would never believe what is expected. No. After the first date.
1: Okay, well, let, okay. I mean, I'm down to talk about this, all whatever. But let's talk about just kissing. Let's start with kissing. D- have you found that the men that you've dated in all walks of life, homeless... <laughs> Possible homeless. Possible homeless to billionaire.
2: Do men really put effort into knowing how to kiss? Well, again, I thank you for talking about this. I If anybody listens to any part or make a new episode of this, um, <laughs> I... This is my take on that. Okay. I believe they're watching too many YouTube or TikTok or um, OnlyFans or whatever. And in their mind, they're mimicking what they see. And it is horrible.
0: (gasps) Let me just ask you this then. Since you went down that road, let's just go one step further. Are they watching porn? I
2: I don't know the answer to that. This is important. I there's a lot of people that I went on dates with that I never kissed. Sure. That maybe it was just a a quick hug. Right. Um. My value system, that's a big deal to me. So if I was kissing somebody, there had to be a connection. There had to be something. It meant something. Yes. Because I'm not one of those. But I have been on dates with those men. Dates. Yes. Where you're leaving the date and all of the sudden they're coming at you like you know a lion on a and you you have to think for a second what what just happened or pushing them away and going i'm so sorry but that's not me you must be used to other people i don't it's a lot but the expectation for a lot of men is is very easy women yes oh yeah just down for whatever right just Yes. A statement that was made to me mm-hmm. was if a woman likes sex, then she must be easy because good women, good girls, they don't like sex. Who was that? Bob from the 1930s? Very,
1: Who's that?
2: Very interesting. That's very, interesting. Very interesting. I, and it threw me back a little bit. I mean, I think. And they meant that. That was very literal to them. That's a red flag for me.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. That's all the red flags in Nepal hanging off the side of a mountain. Yeah. That's scary. That might be the president of the chain hotel that we're talking about. <laughs> because <laughs> this is so steeped in, yeah. I haven't advanced at all or evolved as a human.
2: That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I heard that exact statement out of one person's mouth, but... I could name two dates that that was alluded to. And I've been on one date, like we're on the date, first date, we're probably an hour into dinner and right out of their mouth, right out of the gate was, do you like sex? Did you get a divorce because you wouldn't have sex with your husband anymore? And I went, I just met you? Well, I just, my, uh, the reason I'm not married anymore is that my ex-wife wouldn't have sex with me anymore. So I want to, oh. anybody I'm going to date, I, I just need to sex know. is a big thing for me. He, and I said, important. kudos to you yeah. for, but does this go well for you? With I that mean, approach? Yeah. How many you We don't even have, have, been have been our, our apps yeah. yet. We haven't even got the entree. <laughs> yeah. We just got through apps and salad, but so, and again, yeah. I'm not normal because I'll engage in that conversation. Sure, I'm sure. not really offended by it, but. For but it
0: takes you aback because you have to. You really have to check yourself. And and again, that's
2: part of the bag. That's (laughs) part of the bag. I mean, this bag is getting heavier. Right. Because I have been with women, not with them physically, in a conversation where um, I have been in a conversation with those women Mm -hmm. that, well, how rich was he? Mm -hmm. Did he offer to buy you a car? What? Who's what?
1: That's a thing. To what buy you a car
2: after you have it? Just like that's their their world is well, what would it be worth? So he's asking you, are you going to put out what would it be worth to oh, you? Oh, like what's the exchange here? What's the exchange? Oh, wow, right? Oh, cars and is in the mix for this? Well, in Newport and Newport Coast, that's wow. a that's there's a the lot thing. going on down there in Newport. Oh, you have no idea. It's just popping. it's only like it's eight brutal. miles from here. I didn't know it's brutal. <laughs> I apparently dating because I'm not a Newport person. So every time I would go on a date, they'd say have you been to so and so restaurant? And I'd be like, "No, I've never been there." And they were like, "What?" Okay. So I was I was put in that like that was a big deal that I've not been. Most people that meet me think, "Oh, she's all around Newport all the time." Yeah. There I hadn't I haven't I hadn't eaten at most of the restaurants in Newport. Uh- Maybe my girlfriend and I went for salad yeah, or something, right. but go f- sit and have a dinner. I've, I'd never been there. I could name the restaurants. So when somebody asked me on a, a legit date, and they would say, "What's your favorite restaurant?" I would say, "I don't, I don't mm-hmm. have one." It's called my a- favorite restaurant actually in
1: Laguna Hills. So. <laughs> so it's the In and Out drive-through. My that's mine. Exactly. When you meet these guys and and maybe it does end in a kiss, the the night whatever is is the date is the relationship is it a make or break depending on what happens in that kiss? Oh for sure so you're like I got I, everything I need to know I can't bye
2: bye I yeah when you're with when you're with somebody and I'm I'm talking about the boyfriend that I had after my divorce mm-hmm. when you're with somebody that knows what they're doing for you mm-hmm. cuz I do think that we all have a different a different package for that part right. like some people like this and some yeah, don't yeah. like that but when you have that and then you're you're looking and I wasn't looking but I was curious about all of it. Oh yeah, I can't I could not be with somebody that didn't excite me uh-huh. or know how to treat me and my body. Right. For me, I had to rewind what what am I looking for? What's my end game? And what who is that going to be or what are not what are they going to look like physically? Right. Hopefully physically they'll be able to please me, but and for me, the only things that mattered were, I want a best friend, I want a person that wants to grow old with me, and I want to build something of some kind with that person. I don't care if it's these great relationships that we've built within our family so that, you know, Christmases and Thanksgiving are amazing. I don't mean necessarily, you know, building companies and all of that, but I want to be with somebody that looks at me as a partner not a toy, Mm -hmm. not a trophy. Mm -hmm. I want to still work. I like working. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to still grow. So I want to be with somebody that sees that and gets excited about it. I want to, all the other stuff is easy. And I, I, I keep saying it, this is the, my third life, if you will. So I had a great first life. I had a life with a person that for 32 years, we had an amazing life. So I've traveled the world, I've had everything I've ever wanted, amazing children were good. Mm -hmm. So I didn't leave a marriage angry and bitter and hating anybody, which I'm grateful for that. Then you bring me into the love of my life that, that did good by me, but we just weren't ready it didn't work at that time so now I'm working on me what really matters what's my value system what am I willing to compromise on but who do you find the person that knows how to physically treat you to your liking listen to you and there's not an exchange for it yes what Mm. what comes with that that was a really big deal to me so and then now you talk about household stuff and kids and how does that all blend and match. And I knew typically within two or three dates of this, is, this person's value system is so far from mine, we wouldn't ever be able to compromise and come into that. But I have to be honest, I never went on a date that in a year that anybody yanked my heart out of my chest. No, not One. And I feel like I went on a lot of dates. I mm-hmm. went on a lot of dates, but I didn't date a single person. There's mm-hmm. probably two in there that I could say I had a dating, Relationship. monogamous, those two people. But everybody else, it was like a couple dates of, yeah, you're cool or let's hang out. But not, okay, let's let's see. And one of them, truthfully, was was not a love thing. It was you have to figure out what your value system is Mm lifestyle-wise. Like, is everything in my bag, am I willing to leave my bag in my car trunk and just go? And I couldn't do it. (laughs) And I'm being very literal with that.
0: So if you have a 50-something-year-old person, woman, or man, is there advice you would give somebody that is newly out there and looking for a relationship or maybe not even looking for a relationship. Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's just putting themselves out there. Is there advice?
2: I would say what we taught, what we started the podcast with, are you approachable? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Are you attracting people similar to how you are in an approachable way? And I do feel like I live my life pretty approachable. I try to, outwardly project a happy vibe Mm -hmm. smile when i see people say hello when i'm on a walking Mm -hmm. path that's a whole fun test for everybody Mm -hmm. just go for a walk oh people don't say hi i've tried i do Mm -hmm. and i and i have men follow me to my car Mm -hmm. so for the women that aren't having success when you're in the world i don't mean how are you carrying yourself like what louis bag are you carrying i mean are you walking chest proud Mm -hmm. you know high head and with a smile Mm -hmm. and when someone walks by you and they you think he's an attractive guy are you looking at him and saying hi Mm -hmm. or are you putting your head down and and running away you have no idea i have dated men that love large women skinny women muscular women i was told i was too muscular by a gentleman oh so that's nice yeah he's like you're just too athletic for me (laughs) that's something i never thought i'd hear a man say I've heard every I've heard everything I've heard everything so interesting. yeah whoever's listening to the podcast, it's important wanting things for me changed pretty Absolutely. dramatically because the things that I want are not you can't carry them. you can't hold them. They don't when we talk about that bad bag, it's metaphoric. these are words and emotions and ideas that you carry in that bag. it's it's not jewelry for me and all of that. No. those are easy. I, those are easy, and I know I, that sounds horrible that I'm saying. Those are the easiest things I could attain if that's what I wanted. And in my journey, self discovery, when I became divorced, wasn't really in my head. It was everybody's telling me I either need to learn to love myself, be alone, or go date. Ugh. And the, it's there. It's no one. It's I don't want to hear that anymore. No. I don't want to tell people that anymore. Go out, be in the world smile, and whatever attribute you have, if you're a great seamstress, then use that as that one little block you get to step on to be a little higher in the crowd that you at least have that. If you raised your kids and they're phenomenal, step on a higher block and be like, I did that. Mm -hmm. That's your greatest project. That's your greatest attribute. So I had to every day that those moments of what is happening what's an attribute like what I don't you had to build yourself right. up, right and that's loving yourself mm-hmm. not not the crap that I read in all the books and hear people you have to learn to, what does that mean when Oprah says love yourself oh please come on if we were all Oprah we would all love ourselves no. we would be a right? lot easier right? with it was just, yeah so as everybody <laughs> I love listening to all the 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 speakers I listen to some of them not in a good healthy way sometimes because I love when they say oh I could live without the money No, you can't. It's easy to say when you have it. Exactly. So there is a guy that did challenge it, which I do appreciate his story, but he actually gave all his money away. Like in a permanent
1: way? Supposedly. Okay. Because there's always that, uh, that'd be great to live without for a month or even a year, but you know, it's going to be there when you get back. He took
2: people up on their challenge and it took him 90 days from, he had nothing. I think, I think he was allowed $17 in cash, no car, no, he was not allowed to call Any previous business associates, blah, 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 blah. And he built a $5 billion company in, I think it was 90 days or $5 million, $5 million company.
1: That's the thing is you're never going to hold back the people who truly know how to do that and want to do that. That's a gift. That's a gift. They're going to punch through and manage to do it even with $17. You may have dated him. He
0: may have been living in a garage. No joke. We have a tradition and you know what it is, which is give us a takeaway gift or a tag but I didn't even ask you about that this time when you were coming on because I don't know, I just didn't think about it. Do you do you have something you want us to remember
2: you by with this podcast? I would say if you're single, be approachable. So it's being approachable. Be appro be a magnet. Yeah be approachable put a smile on your face be approachable realize that no matter where you are you're your own poster Mm, i love it
1: tanya thanks for coming back again we really appreciate you coming back it's been so fun to get caught up with you again i know our listeners and all of the people that you've brought to this podcast are happy to hear again how you're doing and and get caught up with you as well so thank you so much for carving out some time thank you for having me both of you such a pleasure such such a pleasure so fun we are two average girls i'm ann police and i'm denise cooper we'll see you